Wolf, get away from those sheep. Bollocks. You're listening to the Wolf and the Shepherd podcast. Broadcasting from Fort Worth in the great state of Texas. Now, get ready for this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Welcome to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. The Wolf and the Shepherd are actually back from vacation, and we figured there was no better way to celebrate being back from vacation than doing another episode of our In Other News and welcoming back to the studio pat beeman with on an island with pat beeman so pat glad you could join us guys it's good to be here it's been a while you guys can't manage to stay in the in the same state the great state of texas i'm not sure why you're leaving but happy to have you back i know we, we i don't know why we can't just seem to stay home but we just seem to have a problem staying home sometimes but what do we have on the offering for in other news today well, first of all, I'd like to point out that the shepherd and I did not go on vacation together. That is true. We should clarify yeah. that. We went on separate vacations. Yeah, I like him, but I'm not going on bloody vacation with him. That's, and that's... and by the way, the ironic part is, while you and I were on vacation, Pat was also on vacation too, and we did not plan that whatsoever. We yeah. we did decide, hey, you know, last week. We're both going on separate vacations, but then we found out Pat was also on a vacation as well. Mm. Where did you go, Pat? The part I can disclose yeah. is uh, Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. I was in Colorado. Were week. you? Yeah, and Colorado Springs for the last part of the week. Oh. Yeah. And y'all never bumped into each nah. other. Well, Not that I'm you, aware of. You were probably in a lesser kind of place in Colorado Springs. I'm well, sure Pat was in an uppity place. I was in a uh, big wolf onesie. On wow. all fours, just prodding through the forest, so he probably wouldn't run into me. So you were at a furry convention? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry to disclose that to our yeah. audience, but yeah. That's, Climbing uh, mountains, dressed uh, as a wolf. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of sad. So this week, I've got some unusual stories. So now I know most of our stories are unusual, but we're covering uh, trees farting, seeing if urine is a good cure for COVID, a uh, woman who marries herself, and a horse who has a funeral. Oh, okay. He sound outstanding. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, bust out the first story. All right. First one. Indian MP causes outrage by claiming that drinking cow urine protects her from COVID days after doctors had warned people to stop covering themselves in it and cow dung. Okay, so what's an Indian MP? I Member knew that we were going to have a problem with that immediately. Member yeah. of Parliament. Oh, member of parliament. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. member of the government. She's got a lovely Indian name, Pragya Thakur. And I'm MP sure you pronounce that perfectly. Oh, well, yeah, well, well, I speak fluent Indian. Yes. Uh, an MP from the ruling Bharantiya Jamata Party, BJP for short. Mm. That's what I'd shorten it to. Is claiming that cow urine can cure lung infections caused by COVID-19. Her bizarre comments come just days after Indian doctors urged people not to cover themselves in cow dung and urine as a treatment for the virus. Now, if you have the choice between covering yourself in cow crap or drinking cow urine, which one would you go with? Oh, cow dung all day long. Yeah. I think so, too. It I seems mean, like a no-brainer. Yeah, you can always wash off the cow poop all over you, but, I mean, once you drink the cow urine, I mean, it's done. There's yeah. nothing you can do but there. But do you not think kind of the equivalent maybe of like dr fauci telling people to double mask you need to kind of double protect yourself with the cow's 
doo-doos and pee-pee. Oh, so what you're saying is there are people Do that both. were drinking the cow urine. Uh, well, and... they were covered in dung, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that used to be a dare. It's like wearing when... two condoms, I think. Yeah, well, I think that used to be a dare, you know, years ago, yeah. growing up in Texas of, you know, rolling people in cow poop as we were tipping the cows over. Right. There's nothing about cow tipping in there, is there? No, I actually used to go cow tipping when I was at college in England. We'd like, well, I'd say we'd sneak out early. It's more likely we were coming back late at night. Yeah, and the cows were obviously asleep, standing up, some of them. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I'd push them over. Then they fall over. They and... fall over. A lot of the time they don't wake up. I don't know if they died from the fall. I'm not sure. They don't seem that high off the ground, but well, not was, people were off after a month. Was there a sale on beef the next day? Oh, okay. Then they probably survived. Yeah, I think so. So she made the claims at a party, which, you know, I've made some claims at a party before, but never something on this level. Right. And not while representing my nation's government. That's true, because nobody in their right mind would elect any of us. Well, maybe Pat to a elected office for government. Yeah. Well, she says, if we have Desi Galmutra which means urine from an indigenous cow. So I guess cow imports are out. Oh, yeah. So they have to be cows from over indigenous there. Indigenous Indian cows, yeah. Oh, man, that killed the import-export business for Texas ranchers. Well, That's I think a this, shame. Well, I think this is why it loses a little bit of credibility because surely, you know, any cow would do, right? But you know cows are sacred in India. True. And so they're probably thinking as the cows are sacred and they're blessed and prayed for and all this stuff that their urine has you know supernatural properties to it it's not just something some chemicals or whatever in the urine which would naturally cure you it's to do with their indigenous blessed holy yes. cows yes holy cows have you ever met a holy cow pat have you ever said holy <laughs> i've cow? said holy cow but, you've never but i've seen never a met cow. a never holy met cow one. yeah kuwar danish ali an MP for the Bahujan Samay party said losing 50 more doctors yesterday to covid-19 is so disturbing and stuff like this just, what is that word saying? It's supposed to say dilutes. They spell it D-A-L-I-T-E-S. Is that even um, a word? That's fantastic journalism, yeah. and they didn't use spell check. Yeah. What is more disturbing is the unscientific and illogical statement from an MP. This will ultimately discourage people from vaccination and invite more devastation. I don't really don't see the problem, to be honest. No. Well, and I'd argue that. Honestly, if you're willing to drink cow urine, what's a vaccination? Uh, you would think people would be much more likely to do the vaccination. Than well, I guarantee uh, you more people have died from the vaccination than they have from drinking the cow urine. Yeah. Well, it depends on the cow Good that point. they got the urine from. Right, yeah. I mean, what if the cow was like a drug user? What, like on meth or something? Right. Yeah. Don't cows do a lot of meth? I thought it's crack. Oh. Well, I think it depends on what neighborhood they live in. Because, you know, in. the whole hooves, they don't really work so well, like building a meth lab. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, but it's crack, what, you just got to heat up. Yeah, Can you get food. secondhand smoke from a meth cow? I think so. But what about the cows that chew the cud and they're chewing marijuana? Right. And then you get a abnormal THC level. Oh, that would be awesome milk, wouldn't it? You put cows in a... 
oh. <laughs> field and they just eat marijuana plants and then you like <laughs> drink the unpasteurized milk from the cows. That well, I'm sure our friends <laughs> listening to the podcast in yeah. Colorado yeah. have now decided, hey, maybe yeah. we need to get in the cow business. Yeah, and of our friends just down the way at the smokehouse uh, listening, if you want to. The cloud house. The cloud house. Why I, call it oh, that's because you messed it up. No, we, we both get that wrong. Yeah, it, yeah our friends at the yeah. cloud house just yeah. down the way. I don't know why we cannot get their shop's I name correct. I think I was going to call it Bespin. As in Cloud City from The Empire Strikes Back the other week before I corrected myself. But that would, you know what? That would be a cool good name, name for Cloud a shop. City, yeah. yeah. Right, copyright now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, copyright now because yeah. we're going to forget after we're right. done. So moving on from cow urine and dung, uh, tree farts. Trees fart. Tree farts, yes. Okay. And uh, this is apparently an ecological concern because tree farts from a ghost forest gets weirder. I haven't even finished the first sentence yet. In North Carolina, are releasing greenhouse gases, experts find. I'm so confused on Pat, this. could you explain to us what a ghost forest is? It's not a forest with ghosts in it, I don't think. <laughs> no? It might be, but it might be. I don't know. The only other alternative would be... Ghost of a dead tree. Fine as a spirit. Oh, a forest full of dead yeah, trees. instead of ectoplasm, they... Oh, okay. So, yeah, you have all these Mm. dead trees in the forest. Releasing chemicals, no doubt. Oh, like a Chernobyl thing. Right. Well, but different. Well, no. Well, no, I guess the trees in Chernobyl, they're alive, right? I don't know if there were any trees in Chernobyl. I'm pretty sure there are. I mean, there's trees everywhere. Didn't they burn up in the volcano? Oh, maybe so. Yeah. I don't know, but they. I know they have animals in Chernobyl. Yeah, but they've got more heads than normal. Yeah, walk, right. walking around on my nine feet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like the guy that uh, was watching the Chernobyl documentary that actually lived through it. And mm-hmm. he said there were a lot of inaccuracies in that documentary, and he counted like nine of them on one hand. Mm. I bet he's pretty good at hexadecimal. True. <laughs> yeah. He's probably a hell of a <laughs> piano player. Right. I mean, if, if you're going to play the piano, wouldn't it be nice Imagine to have like... a flute, though. It's like those people... You know when you get two people playing tandem piano... And play those pieces which one person just can't play. Right. It'd be freaking awesome on a flute. Yeah. You know, you could play anything. Yeah. It'd well, like that nine or, flute players or, in one or room. a guitar. Yeah. I mean, think about the guitar. Oh yeah. All the, you can get those twelve string ones. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Twelve strings, and you got yeah. nine fingers. I mean, Dang. wow. Imagine the chords. Yeah. Absolutely. They, they would still only play "Smoke on the Water." Yeah. Probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Or nothing else matters by Metallica. <laughs> Ghost forests from five different areas in North Carolina were analyzed. Dead trees. Ah, that's what a ghost tree is. It's oh, a dead tree. Oh, there right. we go. Also known as snags, in these ghost forests, release carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrous oxide in trace amounts, as does the nearby soil. And they are contributing on some level to greenhouse gases. I think they're scraping the bottom of the barrel now just who to get pissed at to blame for global warming. Yeah, this sounds like another global warming thing. I mean, these poor ghost forests, it's full of dead trees. Mm. They're already dead, and then they're getting the blame for that. I feel sorry for the trees now. The study's lead author, Melinda Martinez, a graduate student in forestry and environmental resources, said even the smallest fart counts. She's not even a PhD, though. Nah. Yeah, she's still trying to get there. But how bad would you feel if you were a tree in the ghost forest and you're like the one live tree and you have nobody to talk to? 
because all the other trees are dead. So you're mm. super lonely. You're probably too busy holding your nose to get rid of all the fart smells. Yeah, but that even makes it more miserable. Because you know there's like one tree alive out there. Yeah. And he's like, how did I survive this? It's kind of like that uh, movie with Will Smith where it's like him and the dog and they're the only oh, ones alive yeah. anymore. I am legend. Oh, I was thinking it was bad boys. Nah. Um, oh, in that I am legend thing where he has his dog right where he's just wandering around and you know yeah. the apocalyptic future notice that he lives for years with his dog but dies one day after meeting a woman yeah that's a good point yeah it's a underlying theme yeah. for that yeah. yeah so moving on from farts basically back to urine a woman claims drinking snorting and pouring her own urine into her eyes every day has cured her anxiety improved her sight and helped her lose 30 pounds. Well, I wouldn't be able to eat if I did that, so I could understand losing the 30 pounds. Right. right. Yeah, and I'm with you on that one, Pat. And kind of at the same time, the anxiety, I think the anxiety is causing from, her to oh, crap, pour it's urine. Five minutes, I'm going to drink some more. Yeah. Well, actually, pour it in your eyes. Actually, I wonder if it stings pouring in your eyes. I don't know, and honestly, I don't want to find out. Yeah. I'll, I'll take her word for it. You know, if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. She just needs to tell me, and I'll take her word for that. Well, for the non-benefit of our listening audience, we are going to provide Pat with photos of said woman so he ah. can give us his expert opinion on how attractive she is. Is it the same woman? Yeah. That's after she lost 30 pounds. Uh, she's... Notice how clear her eyes are? She's looking a little bit better. Yeah. Um, not, we've seen a lot of uglier women do a lot of stupider things. Let's yeah. just go with that. There we are. What do you oh, think, is, is this a before and after yeah. deal? Okay. Actually, I don't know which one's before and which one's after. Looks like Amy Schumer. She's just got a different Okay. Haircut. Does uh, Seriously. Sure. The, the one on the right, does that not look, like, does Amy look like Amy Schumer? Yeah, except this one I don't want to punch in the face, so. Yeah. Whereas well, got, you just haven't heard her talk yet. That's true. But honestly, her pouring urine in her eyes is funnier than Amy Schumer. Well, yeah. Yeah. If she died of COVID, it'd still be funnier than Amy Schumer, to be honest. That's true. Yeah. So, Grace Jones, who... No. She was a black singer, wasn't she? Sure. She was pretty Starship, cool. right? Yeah, no, she did add some stuff um, in the 80s. She was pretty uh, revolutionary, Grace Jones. And she was in A View to a Kill, that James Bond movie, I think, as one of the villains. Really tall, short yes. haired, kind of flat top haircut. She was pretty good. Ah, uh, you lost me. Yeah, yeah anyway. I... This woman is no original Grace Jones. 32 from Wait, San Diego. Wait, oh, oh, okay. This woman's name is Grace Jones. Yeah. Oh, I okay. Didn't, I didn't suddenly go on an aside. Yeah, I thought you did. Yeah, you lost, yeah, yeah, you lost me. Great soundtrack, Duran Duran, by the way, to that movie. Yeah. You took it. Um, she's been doing Europe, urine therapy for two weeks. Well, that ain't long enough, is it? And how did she lose 30 pounds in two weeks from... She hasn't eaten. I haven't recovered that. Eyes. Yeah. Well, it says here, she ingests it, snorts it, pours it into her eyes, and rubs it on her skin daily. Health experts say urine contains toxins expelled from the body and kidneys, and drinking it could therefore be harmful, which isn't... Ex I've heard varying opinions on that, because apparently it's supposed to be sterile, right? Urine right. That comes out freshly. But, okay, so I'm not going to say the drinking it, the pouring it in the eyes, and the rubbing it on your body is normal. Right. But that one I could almost halfway get. Yeah. The snorting, 
I'm not sure I'm getting past that one. Like, why do you snort it? it? Yeah. I mean, what what is the benefit to right. snorting it if you're drinking it? Yeah. Because, I mean, you snort something, it still goes up your nose and then, you know, down your gullet, right. so to speak. And if you're drinking it, it's going down the same route. So well, what's you, the benefit there? Well, did you know, like, in the olden days, sailors, if they were, like, sailing towards somewhere they hadn't been before, right, and they hadn't spotted land yet, before the water would run out, they'd actually drink their own urine. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, to preserve it, just in case there are a couple of days, you don't want to run out of water, and then your only water source be your own pee. Yeah, but they yeah. weren't snorting yeah. their urine. Well, it sounds like this woman would have uh, started drinking uh, the urine before she even set sail. Yeah. It's allergies. Oh, it could be something. Like a neti pot? Yeah, it could be something that takes care of allergies. Well, dermatologists have said, I don't know who, maybe a couple of them, that urine can have anti-inflammatory properties that could help the skin, but only when applied in a very specific way. All right, how do you apply urine in a very specific way to your skin? Like drop it from a height? Well, maybe they're talking about the whole, you know, you get stung by a jellyfish and you're supposed to pee on mm. your foot and or myth, whatever. that's as we discussed earlier. In yes, podcast, it, it is. True. So so maybe it's, you kind of got to rub it in versus just pouring it on, yeah. so to speak. So they're saying, hey, you know, just don't go pee on yourself. You know, you got to collect it and then, you know, rub it on in a certain way or something like that. Well, apparently, Grace... The she's singer been, or the urine? Nah, the user. urine urine queen. Gotcha. Uh, she's been gulping down the urine, and she's also been putting it in her hair, which probably makes sense because her hair does look better in that second photo. I think. Plus, oh my goodness, look how long! Look how much longer her hair is in that photo. Apparently, that's two weeks. I call cow dung on that one. That is no way. True. That's two weeks. No, there's the urine works. No, that is no way that is two right, weeks. Because that's got to be literally, Pat, what do you think? That's like a foot of hair. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. First, that first photo was probably taken in like 2003, and this one was taken 2018 or something when she was like getting ready to go on vacation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like those before and after pictures when all the women get on Facebook yeah. and they try to sell all the products for yeah. weight loss or whatever. And they take right. a picture of them two years ago yeah. and then say, that's the after picture. And then the before picture is what they posted today. Well, it gets a little bit more in detail here. The oh. retail manager. So at least we know what she does for a job now drinks a glass first thing in the morning and claims it has already cured ailments, including a bad eyesight, eczema, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, digestive problems and helped with weight loss has it fixed her love life um i'm figuring if you've got all those kind of ailments you don't have much time for love and plus you know i mean i have been on the internet so i know there are people who would be attracted to a woman who uh does all these likes pp but um i don't know i don't think this kind of thing you put on your dating profile is it yeah but does she have an OnlyFans account i wee into a cup in the morning and drink it straight away uh i don't know it doesn't say actually i bet she does well an expert weighs in here with her oh. opinion should you drink your own urine urine is made of approximately 95 percent water and five percent nutrients including calcium and iron fans of urotherapy a term used to describe drinking your own pee, include Madonna, which is no shock. In 1945, a British naturopath 
published a book claiming that drinking urine could cure all major illnesses. However, there is no scientific proof of this. So basically, once again, leave it to the British people to yeah. come up with something mm -hmm. that's absolutely ridiculous that is not going to work. Yeah, and to all the Generation Y people out there, apparently it cures uh, acne. So if we can get a surge oh. of TikTok videos go in with uh maybe some before and after videos of you applying yeah. your own pee yeah, to your own face and uh peeing all over yourself send and, us an email and yeah we, you know and feature then it. now all of a sudden your skin is perfect i mean you'd put uh what is that uh pro clear or proactive. proactive proactive there it is proactive yeah i'd put them out of Clear business. A seal and that stuff. yeah we used to have Oxy. this anti-acne ointment in england and it used to be like acid, not acid as in the good acid, lysergic acid, LSD, but like acid as in like battery acid or something. And um, you'd put it on your skin and no joke, after the first day, after one application, it was like you had leprosy. You could literally peel off like a skin peel mask wow. or layers of skin off your face. Zits were still there. Yeah. But it did stop you get having oily skin. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. At least it did one thing. Yeah made 13 year olds have skin like they were like 59 or something but you know it's yeah it's almost like uh, when you used to take the elmer school glue and pour it all over your hands and then pretend like you were peeling your skin off your right. hands yeah you know? i mean in america at least we didn't hurt ourselves right i want to give the woman one more platform just to explain herself she says i try not to drink it in the evenings because it gives me a lot of energy and keeps me awake i'm completely off of my blood pressure medication it has helped my skin problems my hair looks healthier and longer you liar and i've lost 30 pounds i no longer have depression anxiety or brain frog frog Brog. fog uh, yeah fog I think he threw an extra I don't know. in I was going to have to get the expert Pat to explain what brain frog was there for a moment. As well as a new morning routine, Grace has adopted a plant-based diet and cut out, cut out alcohol. That may have more that to do with it. A little it. bit to do with some of these yeah. other yeah, what is that? I, that cognitive bias or yeah. whatever that's kind of floating along there. However, Grace still credits much of her personal transformation to urine therapy. Yeah, so she's running five miles a day and <laughs> yeah. she cut Eating all the sugar out of her diet. But, but it's, feels better. Yeah, but it's definitely because it's she's definitely drinking pee. Yeah. Okay. So, woman who's married to herself says she's still open to finding love and believes it makes her more eligible because she's learned how to deal with her own issues so a partner doesn't have to. I'm pretty sure she doesn't understand what that sentence means. If you married yourself, you have issues. Right. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, her partner is herself, right? right. Yeah. Let me see if I can find a photo of her. Oh, there she is. That explains a lot. Oh. Um, I'm guessing she's the one in the white dress. She is the one in the white that's, dress. Because that's her wedding where she marries herself. Yeah. I don't quite understand what's going on in the background. I'm not sure if they're all doing a TikTok dance or what. Again, for the benefit of our listeners, here's a photo I'm going to show Pat. So it, as Pat looks at this picture, I have a question. Yeah. When you go to the wedding... And we've all been to weddings. Yeah. They usually say, are you on the bride's side or the groom's side? Right. So did they only have like one section or do you have to pick which personality you want to get behind? Are you suggesting she might have disassociative identity disorder? A little bit. Okay, yeah. Um, I'd be interested to kind of like eavesdrop in on the arguments she has when she falls out with herself for like leaving the plate out on the counter or something. Well, yeah. And who's going to decide to have, you know, what's for dinner? Yeah. 
because they're that they, she's probably going to starve to death right probably i wonder what it's like when she's not talking to herself because she's in a mood yeah and she keeps asking herself what's up and she keeps going it's fine i'm fine nothing she wrong. she could actually live in a public library yeah bet sex is awesome though yeah that's probably true and yeah. the makeup sex is probably really good yeah right so sophie tanner well well now hang on i i Go interrupted on. as you showed the picture to pat oh, yeah. so, you so seen we, her, need, you? yeah we need to uh get yeah. pat's opinion on uh the yeah. woman that marries herself all right here we go like i said i think that the officiant i believe is is the most attractive of the three women in the picture well, no, the officiant is actually. There's another photo. It's a guy in those tall hats. It's one. Of, he looks ah. like he's from the Vatican or something. I just assume the one in the middle. Might yeah, be the I'll officiant. take the one in the red behind. She looks quite cute. You know, that's what it, I think yeah. here's something we should consider in this picture. Yeah. Right, and we're gonna have to make some assumptions here, right. but this goes with women needing too many bridesmaids. She's marrying herself, but somehow has two bridesmaids. Yeah. There's no groomsmen because there's nothing right. there. So you're marrying yourself, but you still need two bridesmaids. Right. Like, what are they supposed to do? Yeah, it's one for each personality. Yeah. Oh, she that's a good a point. Do you think she bought herself a ring? Got engaged to herself. Got down on one. Do you think knee she was surprised? Was better question. Well, yeah, of course, because you you don't you want it to be a surprise as a woman, don't you? So she probably got drunk and proposed to herself and woke up the next day, saw the ring on her finger, and was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm engaged." Yeah, it's too bad that her two bridesmaids are kind of ugly too. Yeah. But, well, the one uh, in red's all right. The one in yeah. blue looks a bit mental, but no. Well, let's to anybody having mental health well, issues out there, but yeah, but let's be honest. We know all three of them are mental. Yeah, the well, two yeah. that are participating in the wedding have to be mental. Well, and I then the one that's marrying themselves is obviously I, I mental. I disagree with that because if the three of us were invited to a wedding of somebody marrying themselves, we would definitely go. We would have video. It would be on Facebook. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so you can't then, miss it. We can't, so we can't yes. make that claim. No, I totally agree with you right. there. So, Sophie Tanner. Have you been to a same-sex wedding? Anybody? I have not. I have not. No. no. Kind of seems like a bucket list item. Well, yeah, okay. So I think I would enjoy going to one If there are any attractive lesbians out there who are considering getting married and inviting a majority of the female group to the after-wedding party, the shepherd and I will be willing to come in and make notes and maybe talk about it on the podcast. Not only that, but I will off- also offer up for free that I'm an ordained minister and I will actually perform the ceremony right. while the wolf and yeah. uh, and we can't leave Pat out of this. So yeah. the wolf and Pat will be back there and yeah. then they will talk about it. You know, the wolf can kind of do the play-by-play yeah. and Pat maybe can fit that into his busy schedule on his podcast right. and, and do one of his podcasts yeah. on the wedding. So exactly. it's out there. So you might be able to accuse us of being sexist, but we're definitely not homophobic. No, 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 we're not. So, for the third time here, I'll try this. Sophie Tanner, married on the steps of the U- Unitarian Church in Brighton, which is actually in England. Ah, that explains okay. why she's ugly. In 2015, the 42-year-old, she left it a bit late, didn't she? Yes. A biological clock was ticking away. That's why she married herself. Well, yeah, she said, nobody wants to have a piece of this, so I might as well get my own piece. Yeah, yeah get a piece of myself. Yes. Yeah. She says marrying herself has improved relationships with friends and family. Also has learned to focus on doing things that make her feel happy and fulfilled. All right. What was she doing before then? What was the right. barrier? Let's take just a normal 
God, is normal bad to say in this bad? And that's what I'm going to say. A, a normal couple, I'm like, hey, uh, I'm going to put together a dinner party, yeah. right? And I'm going to invite some married couples. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a married couple dinner party. And it's not necessarily heterosexual. We'll have same-sex married couples. But then you've got the table and now you've got this woman that you're inviting, and now you have an odd number of people at the yeah. table. Do you think if she gets invited to weddings, she gets a plus one or now maybe on the invitation? Yeah, but maybe she's into something there, right? Oh. Because if you do the plus one and you say, I'm bringing my spouse, which yeah. is me, now you get two plates of food. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Actually, that's the first thing I thought of. It's like, it, you know, yeah. you got to pick between steak and chicken right. and you're like, I can't make a decision. So I'm going to pick steak and my spouse, who is me, is going to pick chicken. Yeah. And now I get both. Maybe she's smarter than we've led her on to believe. I am doubting that. Mm. Five years after a last serious relationship, Sophie Tanner wed herself in a Brighton ceremony. A serious relationship came to an end when she discovered a boyfriend had cheated on her with one of her close friends. She decided. It was the girl in the maroon dress. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't the one in the no, blue. No, not the one in the blue. Yeah. No. Uh, she decided upon the wedding, which was a symbolic ritual as a way to express love for herself and believes their relationships with friends and family have improved. I'm a big, a big advocate of self-love, as we all are. Yes. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm against romantic love. The two aren't mutually exclusive. So, all right, break that sentence down for us, well, Pat, please. Well, so, so what worries me about this is infidelity. Yeah. Oh, last point. Yeah. Does she catch herself looking at right other like, men like, or women? Like which one gets mad? Yeah. Like if she cheats on herself with somebody yeah. and it doesn't matter, you know, male, female, Apache helicopter, binary, whatever it is. Yeah. Like which one of them gets mad? Mm. And then another thing is marriage counseling. Like that's got to be tough. Well, she's coming up to a sixth wedding anniversary. Six years. She's been happily married to herself for six years. Well, good for her. I mean, let's congratulate that fact. Yeah. I mean, that that's good right there. Yeah, I mean, I've been self-loving for about 40 years. So, I mean, that's been a long-term, yeah. mutually beneficial relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I have a huge respect for the deep love connection that two people can find together. It's very special and deserves proper respect and value. I really admire couples who make it work. Since I married myself, I've been attracted to other guys but they haven't become partners for one reason or another probably when she explains that she's married to herself exactly and she's bat poop crazy yeah uh, my friends totally get the point i'm trying to make they sure weren't expecting they me to live like a nun well what no one up. was <laughs> that's the end of there i don't have anything else to say on her yeah then i'm a bit disappointed they didn't get an invite yeah yeah that, that would be an yeah. interesting one to yeah. go to now I figured we'd end on this one. Okay. Uh, horse funeral. Okay. Well, you know how I feel about dogs dying. Yeah. Um, almost as partial to horses dying. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't like horses dying either. Right. So don't make me too sad on this one. All right. Hundreds of people attend funeral for a horse in violation of India's lockdown rules as country's COVID death toll passes 300,000. So other than the cow urine and dung, they've now got this issue where they're going in hundreds to attend a funeral for a horse. I'm beginning to think that India might have bought some of this on themselves. I mean, we do love India and the yes. Indian people, but... No, we d- we do love India. There but is a pattern emerging. Um, 
I'm kind of curious, is horse funerals popular in India? I don't know. It's the first one I've heard of because obviously they treat cows as sacred, but I didn't right. realize horses kind of got in through the back door. Yeah. Stable door. I'm a little bit confused, so maybe we need to read on a little right. more. Perhaps more. Tell us, I'm wondering if the horse died of COVID or if it's just a do coincidence. Horse, do horses get COVID? I don't know. Nay. No, apparently from our Hundreds of mostly maskless worshippers gathered to pay respects to the animal, which belonged to a local religious institution. That that kind of sounds a little bit (laughs) virtue signaling right there, where it's like maskless attendees. It's like, are are we trying to spin a story here where we really need to be focused on the horse? Well, the village is now closed off to the outside world. Because nobody wore a mask to the funeral? Mm. Police say villages in southern Karnataka state gathered to pay respects. Video shows dozens of people gathered in a public square to lay floral tributes on the body of the horse before a packed procession through the streets attended by hundreds. Oh, do you want to see a picture of the horse? Yes. Right? Uh I'm actually looking more forward to looking at the picture of the horse than I am some of the women you've shown me during well, this podcast. Yeah, well, some of those looked a bit horse-facey. Again, uh, for our listening audience, basically I'm going to show a picture of a horse laying down and it looks like it's been painted, but they've put it on a comfy blanket and there's a big pebble, pebble by one of its legs. Other than that, there's nothing new to see here. Looks asleep, really. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of sad. Yeah. And they definitely painted that horse. I bet I bet it's going to raise from the dead next. I bet it's not even dead. It's just laying down, taking a nap. Yeah, maybe he was tired. Yeah. Maybe maybe he actually recovered from the COVID once they it, it really know, say gave it. him one of the COVID drugs yeah. or something like that. And that's, uh, and that's it. That was the end of the story. It didn't tell us anything new other than that. So that's it. Yeah. Horse had a funeral. And that wasn't unusual. The whole point of the story is that some people didn't wear masks and went to the funeral. Yeah. Well, my guess would be trying to size this up that, you know, these are Western Indians. They're like your Texas Indians. They have horses. They grow up with horses. They don't really care for your government mandates anyway. You do, know so these it would be like, you do know these are the dots and not the feathers ones, right? Indians? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Definitely. Oh. No, well, again, in Texas... If indeed people went to a funeral for a horse, and I believe some have, they would definitely not wear masks. Right. You know, they'd have the sidearm strapped on and a pair of boots and a Stetson. Right. And so I think these Indians, dot not feather, are are the Texans of India. Not only that, but they probably did it in solidarity to the horse because based off the fact the way the horse's snout is, it's probably very hard to put a mask on a horse. Well, you just put one of those feed bags. She's in those feed bags, right? Yeah, just the oat bag. A little bit tighter. Yeah, but then they're going to eat. And then yeah. once they're done eating, they want it off. I don't think COVID affects horses. Oh, but having said that, do you remember at the beginning of the pandemic, there were a few stories came out which said that dogs could get it. So maybe they can. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, we can't leave horses out. Yeah. But you know the cows in India are not going to get COVID because well, they're sacred. Well, and they roll around in their own dung. So. Right. And possibly drink their own urine. Possibly. It's a good possibility. So with all that said, thanks for tuning into this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd, and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd podcast. 
If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, thewolfandtheshepherd.com, to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes when you get a chance. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for additional content. Join us next time for another episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Ooh.